Hey everyone, this is Olivia Landau, founder and CEO of The Clear Cut, fourth generation diamond expert and GIA graduate gemologist. Welcome to Cozying Up with The Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. We chat about what sparks them, their passions and drives, and of course, we talk about all things sparkly. Join us this week in welcoming Kayla Quinn. So we decided to start this podcast to bring to the community um, a little bit of insight of different women's sparks, things that motivate them, their passions from all different walks of life. And today I'm so happy to have our first guest, Miss Kayla Quinn, a lifestyle and travel blogger. You can find her at with love Kayla, C-A-I-L-A dot com. She's best known for being a hopeless romantic with amazing hair from season 20 of The Bachelor. Welcome, Kayla. Oh, thank you, Olivia. What an intro, guys, for her first podcast. I think everyone at home should give like a round of applause in their seat because Olivia's killing nervous. it. No, you did a great job. And she memorized all of that on her own. So thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Honestly, what is more fun to talk about than rings and diamonds and everything that makes you feel, um, you know, like you've sparkly made it. Sparkly on the inside and out. Yes, sparkly <laughs> on the inside and out. We should, we should trademark that. <laughs> Ooh, yes. You know what? It's not too late. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Kayla is one of our really great friends, and she's honestly genuinely one of the nicest people I've ever oh. met in my whole life, and I'm so grateful to have you here and share your story with everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about it. I mean, I'm a small town girl from Cleveland, Ohio, originally. <laughs> But yeah, I grew up in Ohio and now I live in New York City and it's been quite an adventure getting here. So tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming, you know, a lifestyle blogger. Of course. So, um, I mean, I can take a couple steps back mm -hmm. to my bachelor days. So I um, yes, went to college. Yes, definitely want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, that's the juicy <laughs> part. Um, I went to college in Boston and... Uh, graduated with a degree in marketing and I thought that I would always be behind a desk but let me tell you guys I didn't realize that there were other options out there and I would be behind a desk and I was so bored and I was a creative and I was always thinking about everything I wanted to do what was your first job out of college I was a software sales rep oh, okay so I was really techie and nerdy but I would go to these conventions and I knew that I, my boss would want me to wear like a skirt and like a blazer because I was the only girl there and anyway I did sell a lot of software <laughs> I'm sure you're an awesome software sales. thank you let's just put it that way I made yeah anyway I made it sound really exciting but um and when I was in Boston I actually ha was with somebody and we had broken up and I wanted to get over that um breakup so I spontaneously auditioned for The Bachelor and waited in line with 400 other women at a no casino way. yeah I was at a casino and I was wearing this little cocktail dress in Cleveland, Ohio, because um, I was visiting my parents at the time. And I remember looking at these other girls in jeans and a t-shirt and I was like, you guys want to be on the show? Like, why are you wearing your jeans and a t-shirt? And I remember the two girls next to me, they were like, oh, well, we want, um, we want the producers to see us for ourselves. And I was like, I mean, you could be the best version of yourself and wear a cocktail dress. Exactly, be the best version of yourself. Right, and I feel like you would I mean, if you guys have ever seen Olivia day to day around New York, she brings it with fashion. Oh God, no. You're, you know, seriously, you're the cutest thing. And that's why, you know, anyway, what that's did where your parents think about you applying to be on The Bachelor when you were home? Um, 
my dad laughed and thought I was joking. He was like, whatever, okay. <laughs> and they were like, sure, sure. Like, let me, tell me if you actually get on the show. And then we'll worry about it. And yeah. then we'll worry about it then. And and then I got on and I was like, mom, dad, see, like I was telling the truth. I think that I, you know, really connect with this guy. You brought the best version of yourself and that's why. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I like to think that. And I, re- I remember being in the audition room and the one question they asked me that they, I think, really connected with was they asked like what is the most what is your most prized possession in life and I took a deep breath and I and I was 24 at the time and I was like I think my most prized possession is my passport because I moved every year as a kid I went to four high schools and so I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up but every year that we moved my parents promised me that we would go on a trip to somewhere new and so my passport always brought us together that is such a good answer. Thank you. Olivia, <laughs> what is your most prized possession? I'd love to know. This is so embarrassing. Nothing is embarrassing. My most prized possession, I would think, is a stuffed monkey that I got when I was born that I still sleep with to this day and Kyle oh. hates. It's like a competition of like who I love more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I think that's so sweet and charming. What's it's the monkey's name? It has to have a name. Its name is Coco. <laughs> Coco, I mean, you guys, that's adorable. <laughs> and it's like my child, you know? I mean, I get that. I have a, I have a bear. <laughs> Call him Teddy. It's very embarrassing because my parents were always like, when you like get married, are you going to still sleep with this monkey? And I was like, of course I will. And now I'm married and I still sleep with <laughs> You know what? If, as, honestly, just like out there for all you people who are trying to like adult hard, Anything that helps you sleep better, I totally condone because oh, it's hard to sleep. It's better than taking medicine, right? Right. And you know, so maybe it's just like that cushion. And if you just replace the, the monkey with a pillow, it might be the same thing. Anyway. I didn't think we would be talking about my embarrassing monkey. Almost, <laughs> no. But okay. Let's no, I love it. I love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's how I was my addition. And then I was on The Bachelor. I was there for three months of filming. Um, and it always ends the day before Thanksgiving. And I made it to the final three. And at the time, I thought I was in love with this guy, but I was young and I re- I didn't know that there are three different versions of love. There are three different versions of love? Yes, I'm actually, I, I wasn't going to really share this, but I'm actually writing a book right now and I'm talking about these three versions. Can you know what they are? So this is okay. the, you guys get the sneak peek. Oh, I, I, nobody knows that I'm writing a book, <laughs> um, but there are three different versions of love. There's infatuation, there's physical lust, and then there's emotional love. Mm-hmm. And so when I was on the show, I had infatuation. And that's like when you have a crush on someone like David Beckham. <laughs> I have a secret crush on him. Whenever I see his tattoos in an underwear commercial, I'm like, mm-hmm, <laughs> David. Wait, so that's, that's not lust? No, that's just infatuation because mm-hmm. you haven't met, met them. Person, yeah. Right. And so you just put them on a pedestal and it's like idealized love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what this person on The Bachelor was to me because we didn't really know each other that well. So it was infatuation um the second kind of love is lust and that's of course like that young passionate love like mm-hmm. that you make out around the corner of your high school <laughs> so no one sees um but if you don't have the other ones the lust will feel unfulfilling mm-hmm. And then the third kind of love is emotional love. And that's where you feel like you really can connect with someone and share your deepest secrets. And if they see who you really are, you won't feel alone. Can you have all three at the same time? And that is true love. Really? Yeah, that's true love, girl. 
<laughs> do you, I don't know. Do you feel like you have I had have, that feeling? I have all three from my husband. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. So when you have all three, it's like that's when you know it's true love because you miss them when they're away, mm-hmm. and that's the infatuation. And like, yeah, yeah their flaws because probably like the most important one, right? It's probably the hardest to find yeah. too, mm-hmm. and. You know, it's kind of sad because I've met women in New York who have the emotional love, but they're not physically attracted to their person. Mm. And so they marry someone that they just settle with. And that's that's something you don't want to do. Yeah. So anyway. Another tip. Never settle. Be the huh. best version of yourself and never settle. I agree. Be as patient as you can be. And always just if you feel like, you know, you're waiting to meet your person, just keep working on yourself and let yourself be that person until someone new comes in your life. I can't wait to read your book. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Olivia. (laughs) You're so sweet. So after The Bachelor, what happened? So after The Bachelor... um, Were you like really upset or devastated after it ended? I took it to heart, but I didn't want it to consume who I was, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to control my narrative. So the day... They actually were considering me to be The Bachelorette and to date 30 other men. Oh, my God. Which is so crazy. crazy. And so um, I don't know if you know JoJo, but she was mm-hmm. the next Bachelorette. And all the gowns that she wore during her season, I had tried on because they flew me out to L.A. four or five times oh for fittings with, um, you know, designers and stuff like that. And I had a personal trainer. So for a while, I was in limbo of whether I would have that role next. But um, my dad always taught me to have a backup plan in life. So if that didn't work out, I had a job that I interviewed for mm-hmm. to work in marketing in New York City. And... The day they found, they told me that I wasn't the bachelorette. The next day, I packed my things, put them in a car, drove to New York, and looked for apartments. And by that Monday, over the weekend, I had found a new place, moved to the city. When one door closes, another one opens, right? Uh, 100%. And there are so many times in life where you are looking forward to something that may not come to fruition, and you're like banking on it, but then you just gotta always have that backup plan, and you know think of it like a new opportunity wasn't meant to be right yes I love how optimistic and positive you are Olivia no I love that and I think that that's also like fate guiding you into your flow of life you can't like swim against the current of of the river you need to just flow with it because you never know if you hadn't gotten the bachelorette then maybe you wouldn't be with Nick. With Nick, yes, my current boyfriend. So yeah, I moved to New York and then I was single in New York for three years and then I met my fabulous sweetheart of a man, Nick. And he really is a sweetheart. Thank He's you. Yeah, we've done double dates together <laughs> and um, I risked Olivia's life and we put her on the back of a Vespa scooter. She was terrified. Well, just because Kyle's <laughs> not known for being the best <laughs> of drivers on Vespa's. He's gotten to a few accidents. So I just didn't trust him in particular, not just anyone, but it was fine. We had a great time. We had a great time. Yes. We did. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I've, I've loved that with your couple friends in the city because you always <laughs> want that. Um, but yeah, Nick is a great guy and you're right. If I hadn't taken this path, I honestly never would have moved to New York as a little Ohio girl. <laughs> I always was scared of the city and never thought it was my path. And I only moved here because I wanted to prove something to myself. That's amazing. And I met him here. Yeah. And then you started your blog when you were here as well? Yep. So I lived, um, so I was working that job in marketing um, for about a year and then blogging at night because I wanted an outlet. Uh So I was single and I think the best thing to do when you're single is have a passion project that you could just, oh, just push yourself into and it's your soul and it's your baby. And so even though, because you really don't need someone else to fulfill you, you should 
just have your own passions fulfill you. And if you, when you meet someone, they'll compliment you and really make you better. But yeah, I created this blog and talked about love and dating. That was the beginning of my website was just dating letters. Um, some of them were breakup letters. I would write them to these men that I had gone on dates with and I, I thought they would never read them. <laughs> but one time one did. It was very, it, anyway, really? it did not. Well, his his sister had sent him the letter and was like, Kayla wrote a blog post on you. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That is life and you just laugh about it. Yeah, totally. So yep, I started my blog and it kind of grew into this community where I connect with women and we talk about their love and dating stories and I just want to be there for the girls that are hopeful romantics. That's what I call them because there's no such thing as being hopeless and um, so yeah, I just connect with these girls and help them feel secure in whatever stage of life they're in. That's amazing. Thank you. And I know that you just launched a book club, right? Yes, girl, you got to get in it, Olivia. <laughs> I know she's making me join this book club, but I don't read books, which is really embarrassing also. <laughs> it's not embarrassing because I was that person too until I started this book club a month ago. It's called Kayla's Corner um, and it's on Instagram. That's... A, People ask, how do you join the book club? All you do is follow the Instagram and it's just kind of coaches you through reading the books of the season. But this book club is meant for casual readers, people that read on airplanes, people that are busy bees, live full time, like full lives. People that take like what, three months to read a book? Yes, exactly. And that's <laughs> like exactly. <me. laughs> yeah. So we read one book with the changing of the season. So we read four books a year. And our fall book right now is City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. And it's so good. I am six chapters in. In, and some of our readers are like on chapter 18 they're like aren't you here yet and I was like no I told you this is for slow readers <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a slow reader so is yeah. it not too late to join it's definitely not too okay. late to join we're still at the beginning so feel free to so join Kayla's corner if Kayla. you want to get into reading with no pressure um I'll be joining soon. Yes. So. No. Yeah. And so it, when you do read the chapters, we do Instagram lives on the weekends and then just talk about it. And we're going to do a couple meetups. But if you don't get in touch this season, there's always next season's book. So. And how do you choose your books? Um, I actually let the audience um, decide. So I'll leave a little questionnaire and let people submit books. And the top two submissions, I'll let people vote between the two. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So. Keep an eye out and vote. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, it's it's really fun to see people's reactions because they get really passionate about their book. And they're yeah. like, no. <laughs> and, but there's always next season. And um, the great thing is it's, this is, yeah, low key. And um, it's, it's something just for fun. Awesome. Yeah. So one big point of the podcast is we want to know, like, what motivates women? What are their passions? What are their drives? And what sparks them? So we want to know what is your spark, Kayla? Um, what sparks me the most in life is anything to do with love. I I know I went on The Bachelor and that's so cliche, but my life motto is life's too short. Life is too short to wait to fall in love, mm -hmm. whether that's with your career, another person, or with yourself. I love that. So push, just like go and do everything with fervent passion. Mm -hmm. So yeah, love love is what drives me and family. Oh, I love that. And you have to love yourself to love someone else, right? Olivia, I love that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. You're right. Really? You have to love yourself first before you love anyone else. Yeah, because then I feel like you can't have that emotional love with someone else if you don't have it with yourself. There you go, guys. Olivia should write a book. Full circle. She's, she's <laughs> not busy enough as it is <laughs> starting podcasts. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for asking me about my spark. Yeah, of course. So we're going to take the spark 
to sparkle. Mm. So, of course, we are a jewelry company, so we want to talk a little bit about the sparkle, not only inside of us, but what can that sparkle on the outside. And we asked Kayla what her favorite types of sparkle are. <laughs> I love radiant diamonds, guys. So we have some radiant diamonds, and I know you liked yellow gold bands, too, so I have an oval that's in a yellow gold band, just to try on because my radiants were set in other things. They're beautiful, though. Oh, my goodness. You guys should see she's holding this little... What is it? A velvet case with four rings in it. And anyway, so we have to try on. Should we start big or start small and go big? Um, let's go big. <laughs> I've been staring at these diamond rings on the table for the past 15 minutes and holding myself back. So, yeah, let's go big. OK, so this one is a four and a half carat radiant cut. Set in a super skinny platinum ring with a hidden halo, and did it's just say, so much fun to try on. Did you say four? Yeah. What? Well, you said go big. Oh my gosh, you guys! I've never put a four on my finger. I think. I think it's always been like threes. This is. I mean, I'm usually not speechless. I'm pretty <laughs> speechless right now. This is beautiful. So that's like a really, really simple setting that really highlights that radiant cut, which has those brilliant facets it has more of a rectangular shape with the cut corners and it's a really great one and i always say that different diamond shapes represent different personalities and i think the radiant is so perfect for you because just like its name it's like so sparkly so like effervescent and that really you know kind of translate to your personality Thank you, Olivia. That's so nice. You know how there's like palm readers? I feel like you're a diamond reader. You're like reading my energy and you're like, this is you. Yes. I feel very seen. Ovals are, this one's um, a little smaller. This is just under two carats, but this has that gold band that you like. But honestly, this looks stunning as well. And I do love the gold band. It kind of matches the rest of my rings. Mm -hmm. I would say ovals um, are a little bit like more feminine it still has that sparkle but it has those like soft corners um so if you have nice long fingers it's a great way to you know highlight it's very finger flattering mm -hmm. um very soft looking wow you just are so poignant you know everything <laughs> you literally know everything it's i love like it the only thing i know about so <laughs> you know what's so funny as i'm i'm toggling between this oval and the radiant mm -hmm. and I think the this band though is just as pretty, even though it doesn't match. Mm -hmm. I mean, this has a silver. Is it platinum? Platinum. Sorry, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it's a platinum band, and the rest of I have like six other rings on that are gold, and I think the platinum still well, mixed metals is really fun and super goes with trendy it. now. I feel like you don't have to only wear like one right. kind of metal. Like my engagement ring is platinum, but I wear a ton of gold jewelry too. And I for my wedding bands, I like mix and match the two. I have never heard that before, but I'm looking at it, and I, I actually think I like well, the platinum better. I know, I know. It's so cute. It looks like a set. And then this one is just like some extra bling. This is a two and a half carat radiant, and it has a halo and pave diamond band. I mean, this one is stunning. I love a halo, guys. That's if you just want like a little, I call them um, push-up bras for your diamond. It gives you just a little <gasps> extra boost. Ooh. <laughs> You know what? Let me tell you, I'd still wear a push-up bra, so <laughs> we'll never say no to that. This is beautiful. I love all of these. Awesome. So can't give you these today, but I'm going to give you our newest spark ring to hold near and dear to your heart. When you look close at your hand, you never want to lose your spark. So if Aww. you're ever feeling like 
you know, you're having a bad day or things aren't going your way, which happens to me all the time. I always have to remind myself, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, what motivates me? So this is just a little reminder of how awesome you are. How thoughtful are you that you, there's always symbolism, symbolism between behind everything. If I could speak English, this rosé is getting to me, <laughs> yes. but there's always some symbolism behind every piece you make. And I think this spark ring is stunning. If you guys saw it, just the way the details are, and it's just simple and I'm putting it on my pinky ring, but it is so beautiful. I, I would it makes a good pinky ring. It's just like super dainty and cute for every single day. It is. And it does make me smile and think of like all the good things. Yeah, of course. And you know, that's why jewelry, um, it's not just like a pe- like a luxury piece, like a handbag or a piece of clothing that you buy. There's so much like sentimental value and like emotion, like stories beyond just the actual piece of jewelry, I think. That is so true. And do you have any piece of jewelry that has like an extra emotional or sentimental value? Well, I actually did bring one very special ring that I got in high school. It's um was from my mother. It's a ruby ring. And my mother gave it to me when I graduated high school because I had never owned anything nice or fancy before. So it was the first expensive piece of jewelry she got me. Mm-hmm. We went to Kohl's and picked it out together and it was on sale because my mom's Filipino and she buys everything on sale. I mean, you gotta be a savvy shopper. <laughs> right? Okay, thank you. And they have nice pieces and so it's like a it's a round ruby ring with a halo of diamonds and Love it was halo. 60% off, so there you go. And you still have it till this day. I still have it till this day. And what does it like remind you of? Um, it just reminds me of my parents and like that they're always there to support me and that also hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in high school, you think that high school will never end, <laughs> but it does. And so anyway, it was just really sweet that my mom gifted me something so um, beautiful and precious like a stone. I love that. And that's why jewelry, there's just so much more meaning, so much more emotion. And that's why you can like treasure it and even pass it down for generations. Oh, that's a great idea. I haven't even thought of that, but I would <laughs> love to pass that down. Well, thank you so much for coming on our first ever episode of Cozying Up with the Clear Cut. Um, I had such a great time. Thanks so much. Of course, Olivia. This is a blast. Thanks for having me. And don't forget to follow Kayla on Instagram at Kayla Quinn and go to her blog, withlovekayla.com and check out Kayla's Corner for her book club every season. Bye, guys. Bye. And that's a wrap of our first ever episode of Cozying Up with the Clear Cut. It was so much fun getting to sit down with Kayla, who's absolutely the sweetest. We talked about love and The Bachelor and all things sparkly. And we got to see our spark ring, which represents our daily reminder of our passion and our drive. It connects you to a huge community of women that are inspirational and uplifting. So that is available on our website, www dot the clear and don't forget to follow us on instagram of course at the clear cut if you want to see the beautiful rings we're looking at today check us out on youtube at the clear cut and listen to this podcast we'll be releasing them weekly wherever podcasts are found